welcome to Earthling Talk with Annie the Earthling, a warm space where we talk mindfulness, spirituality, life and the wonderful, magical, challenging experience that is being an earthling on this planet we call Earth. Thank you for choosing my podcast and I hope you enjoy. My next question for you is how do we know if we're the one bringing the negativity to the relationship? Mm, Great question. And so um, the way that we know if we're bringing the negativity is by our reactions. Are we doing things to be manipulative? Are we doing things? Are we being reactive? You can tell by our triggers. If we're doing something that we feel um, is reactive, manipulative, or if we are being dishonest, like we have to look at our behaviors and see where are these coming from? Um, I'm, I'm very honest about my past. And I used to be an extremely toxic person to the, the men who were nice to me because I didn't know how not to be, I guess, um, not to use that as an excuse, but it's like when you're in these toxic relationships, um, and then you have somebody that's kind to you, you just don't understand how to have normalcy. And so you create the chaos. And so I was very reactive in my relationships. I was manipulative. I would try to get somebody else jealous. Um, I would say things or do things that were hurtful. And I did that out of fear. And so we have to look at our behaviors. And I think it's really amazing for the people that want to be self-aware and even can ask this question, like, am I the one? And so we just have to take a step back and look at our behaviors. We can go over scenarios that have happened and see and take responsibility for the things that we have done. Did somebody tell us their feelings and we were super reactive and, um, and, you know, blew up and and got angry at them. Right. Or, um, a healthy way to handle that would be to acknowledge that person's feelings and then explain to them your feelings and, and allow yourself to pause and take deep breaths and not, um, not, have your emotions basically running your behaviors. So really it just comes down to self-awareness. Yeah, definitely. And like the the intention behind our behaviors. Mm. And I, in my last relationship, I started to see a therapist and it helped me so much because I realized that there were actually a lot of negative things that I was bringing to the relationship as well Mm -hmm. because of traumas even before that relationship and I it just made me realize what my head was doing and just how paranoid that I was and how that made our relationship even worse so I think it's so important to see someone or to see a relationship coach like yourself to Mm -hmm. really understand what's going on with us and it's not it's not just about the two of you it's about it's about yourself as well and how you're feeling with yourself. So I think someone like you can really help people so much with that because we don't know until someone sort of points Mm -hmm. things out and we go, Oh yeah, (laughs) I am doing that. Like we just don't know. For sure. I have, um, you know, I have clients who are in relationships that they've come to me for their own behaviors. And what they've noticed is that when they start to do the work that we do together, their relationship becomes a, a ripple or their, their healing becomes a ripple effect for their relationship and the relationship begins to heal in itself because both of the person's 
uh, both of the people inside the relationship are having these protest behaviors and they're causing each other's walls to go up. And so once one person can be safe and secure and loving and understanding, the other person can sometimes follow suit. And so, um, so being able to like stack up the evidence, like you're saying, like there's a lot of paranoia. And so sometimes that paranoia is warranted because of another person's toxic behavior. But if you're in a healthy relationship and there's that paranoia, we have to look at, okay, does this person, has this person given me a reason to act this way or feel this way? Can I stack up the evidence? So that's a good indicator as well. Well, that sort of brings me to my next question, which is how do we not push our partners away with our own traumas, history and patterns? Because like I said Mm. earlier, I do check in with my now partner who has never done anything wrong, never given me any reason to believe that he would be unfaithful. But I do just check in with him sometimes because I have these triggers like my (laughs) my last relationship, my partner would always go into the bathroom and go on his phone. And I now, when I see my now partner go into the bathroom and take his phone, I think, oh God, he's messaging other girls because that's what happened in my last relationship. And then I ask these questions because I'm paranoid. I'm like, oh, just checking in, just making sure. Because I, my ultimate fear is, which has happened to me before, being lied to or everyone else knowing something that I don't know. And I always say to him, like, if you've done anything, just be honest with me because the worst thing for me is to know that I've been lied to and people have hidden it from me that's like my biggest paranoia and I hate that I am projecting on him and asking these questions when he's never done anything wrong so then it sort of Mm -hmm. leads to him being like like he always says no no and then he sometimes he gets a little bit upset and he's like I've never done anything to like prove that I'm not trustworthy and also he is such a trustworthy person so it is like a little bit of an attack on his character for me to just Mm. question 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 when he's never done anything wrong and I then feel bad and I feel like oh god I'm gonna like how do I not push him away by just all of my own shit surfacing (laughs) yeah absolutely and so this um there's a couple different things here so when you notice yourself doing that like i said before like stacking up evidence of of is this person a safe person here's all the evidence of why they're a safe person do i really have to ask this question right or um you know when we have healthy partners like we do it's totally okay for us to be like hey, I'm really feeling insecure right now. This is what's happened to me in the past. And for some reason it's coming up now. Can you just give me some reassurance? I mean, I've done that with my boyfriend quite a few times. When we started dating, um, I would get triggered very often um, due to the abuse that I had gone through. And so after being able to be in those situations and stack up the evidence and Um, recognize that my past does not have to equal my future. And since I trust myself and and my ability to pick a healthy partner, I in turn trust my partner. And so those are just some mindset shifts that we can, that we can do. And then stacking up the evidence is something that, that can, you know, our brain is always stacking up evidence to prove a belief that we have. And so if we believe that all men are cheaters, our mind is going to come up with evidence, whether it's real or not, to prove that 
belief. But if we believe that I trust myself, therefore I trust my partner and my partner has never done anything to hurt me, then our brain will start trying to stack up evidence against that or to prove that belief. So that's Mm -hmm. something that you can consistently do to um, kind of help, help yourself be at ease. And that is really helpful as well, because I find whenever the thought comes into my mind, then it's like, I go down a rabbit hole. And then my mind just says, you have to ask him, you have to ask him, like you can't. And then like, he would have no idea. He's sitting there watching TV and I'm like in this intense rabbit hole. And my brain is like, ask him, ask him. And then I have nothing else to sort of distract me. So that stacking method would help so much because I do need to sort of talk myself down. And also I more recently have sort of been like all right what is my honest truth because sometimes I find Mm -hmm. I find different things to sort of make an argument to avoid how I'm really feeling so rather than saying hey I feel like really anxious when you take your phone to the bathroom because of xyz because of my last relationship sometimes I would like crack it it's something completely different like oh you've left your towel on the floor again or something like that and like I'll find other things because I'm avoiding talking about how I'm really feeling because I feel embarrassed to Mm -hmm. have that insecurity and to not feel sort of strong in myself so I find other things and avoid it so lately I've been trying to just keep like stripping back the layers and being like okay what am I really mad or insecure about and then I'll just say to him oh, I'm feeling really anxious because um, this is what happened in my past relationship. And when I see you do something, it just triggers me. And then I feel like me letting my guard down and me saying, hey, this is a me thing and this is my issue, but hey, I'm feeling a bit down. I then get the reaction that I am needing. I get that reassurance because I'm letting my guard down. I'm not attacking. I'm not saying, mm-hmm. oh, I know you're cheating on me. I'm just saying, hey, I'm feeling yeah. insecure because of this and I'm feeling down. So therefore, can you, you know, give me some reassurance or give me some love because I'm feeling yeah. down. And therefore, I actually get the reaction that I want rather than what I used to do, which is beat around the bush and be mad at other things or like, exaggerate other things so that I'd make them feel bad and then make them feel like I'm sort of in control and that was how I used to react and I'm, I'm getting better at it but just yeah. yeah that stacking the evidence is really would be really helpful absolutely and and being vulnerable and having this communication is such a beautiful thing because it all comes down to our ability to communicate is really the foundation of our relationships. And so having that solid communication with your partner and being able to talk about your feelings is not only very healing for you, like every time you you get vulnerable and share your feelings and, and you're, you're open in that way with your partner, that's very healing for you. And um, it allows your partner to really understand you so it's it's both ways it's extremely healing for the relationship and for yourself to release that trauma um my boyfriend and i really make it a point to have the best communication as possible anytime something's bothering me or him um we really make it a point to 
have a, a talk about it and really extract things and then come up with a solution. Um, and that's been very healing for both of us. Yeah, definitely. And just the way my now partner reacts when I say things like, I just, sometimes I feel like I'm gearing myself up for a fight or I'm like getting ready for like someone to call me crazy. And then like, he just has the most beautiful reactions and is so good at sort of talking me down, I guess. And I just, I just get so shocked because I'm like, wait a second, aren't you going to call me crazy? Or like, it's just, sometimes I'm just sort of in disbelief that nice people exist. (laughs) Kind of like that PTSD, like you're, you're always like, your, your subconscious is always trying to prepare you Mm. for the worst possible scenario to protect you. But then, um, you know, your partner handles it in such an amazing way that you don't need that protection. So it's really just about training the brain to recognize that it doesn't really need to protect you anymore Mm. in that way. Yeah, definitely. And I think I spent so long sort of, because I'm quite insecure with myself, I feel like I, sometimes I feel like I don't deserve him. Like now I'm, now I've kind of gone the opposite way and I'm like, oh, like I'm not good enough for him. Like he's an absolute saint. I just feel like I'm like, now I feel inferior and I feel, sometimes I feel like, oh, do people think that, oh, like, why is he with her? Like he's so much better than her. And I have these thoughts like this because purely because I'm insecure with myself. So I guess how do I create a more healthy relationship with myself so that I don't feel like I am not good enough for somebody? Hi everyone, this is just a quick interruption to let you know that if you haven't checked out Earthling Energy yet, go onto their website www.earthlingenergy.com.au. Earthling Energy sells herbal blends. It can be for herbal tea, yoni steaming and bath soaking. They sell ingredients like ashwagandha, yarrow, holy basil that are so important to our health. And if you haven't tried yoni steaming yet, look into it. It is such an amazing spiritual practice and I absolutely love it. So that's Earthling Energy. Check them out on Instagram. Now I'll take you back to the episode. And so it's all about getting to the root cause of why you don't feel good enough and then changing that story. There was some story at some point in your life that was created to not be good enough um, for one reason or another. And when we can look back and find that and then create a new story and stack up new evidence, um, really every belief that we have is only a thought that we keep thinking. And so if we decide that we're going to think different thoughts of, wow, I am so worthy of this relationship because of X, Y, Z, then that's how um, we're able to change that belief. And the more you stack up the evidence to prove that belief to be true, then you're going to start feeling that way. You're going to start acting in accordance like that. And then that fear begins to go away. So it's all about retraining the brain to what you want it to think. Mm, that's actually just given me a good idea I think after this podcast is done because when you were talking I just had all these things come up of of why I do feel like I'm not good enough or why I've yeah been led to feel that way and I think I'm gonna do just a little journaling session of why I think 
like from what has happened in the past and then I'm going to do a after that do a little reframing of yeah why I feel like I am good enough yeah and why Ooh, I why that. I do deserve it so I might do that after this podcast so that's just popped into my head okay. <laughs> <laughs> how important is it to spend time by ourselves in a relationship because I find that I really recharge when I'm by myself and have that time and if I'm sort of spending too much time with someone and I feel like I'm not doing my own little things that I like to do I can get really frustrated and I've seen so many couples break up during the pandemic and whilst they've had to isolate and not be around anyone else and be constantly with their partner, which just isn't normal. And I just wonder how many of those relationships might have succeeded if they weren't in a completely abnormal situation. So how important do you think it is to spend time by ourselves? I think it's very important. I think that we need to have our own hobbies, our own interests. We need to spend time doing the things that we love outside of our relationship so that when you come back together, the relationship is even stronger. And so that means, um, you know, not self-abandoning. I think that a lot of times when we get into relationships, when we have that pattern of codependency or self-abandoning, we stop doing the things that we enjoy, whether it that's we stop working out or we stop Um, hanging out with our friends or going to yoga or, you know, juicing, like whatever the case may be. Um, You know, we see a lot that when people get into relationships, like they'll put all of their self-care to the side. And it's really important to, to keep that, um, to keep that part of yourself and not lose yourself. Because even like when we have children and stuff like that, it's like, we need to always have that little part of ourselves. And that's how we fill up our cup. That's how we recharge our batteries. And so by taking some time away, I think it's, it's wildly important. Um, My boyfriend and I just went long distance last week and we're using it as an opportunity to strengthen the relationship, but also strengthen, um, the relationship that we have with ourselves. And it's just, it's so powerful. And then when you come together again, there's a lot more connection. Yeah, definitely. And I think for me, when my partner comes home from work, I sort of tell myself, all right, well, you you can't do anything else like for yourself for the rest of the day. Cause because he's home now. So you got to hang out with him. And then more recently, I've been like, why do I tell myself that? Like I can still do like, I can go and do yoga or I can do something else alone that I want to do, even if he's in the house. And yeah, I don't know why I sort of tell myself that, but that's me sort of going and doing something else and having that break when we come back where it's so much nicer and it is it's so much nicer when you have that little break from them and you can just come back and be like oh I missed you (laughs) and sometimes I feel like I think because my previous relationship I used to always be like oh well I don't want you to go out without me because I'm worried that you're going to cheat on me or that I'm going to get a message that you're flirting with somebody else or stuff like that so I used to have that conditioning and now 
when my partner says he's going somewhere, now I can be like, do I want to go out tonight or do I want to stay home? And a lot of the time I stay home because I, I don't want to go out, but I can now be like, no, you, you can stay home and you can, it's going to be okay. You don't have to feel like someone's going to cheat on you or that something's going to happen if you don't go. And all those sort of old thoughts from my previous relationship, I'm now realizing, hey, I can, I can stay at home. I can actually yeah. do what I want to do. And my last relationship, I would try and manipulate the hell out of my ex to be like, no, stay home. Cause I would, I just knew something would happen or it would end in a fight. So now it's just <laughs> so refreshing to feel like I don't need to sort of manipulate someone to stay just in case they're going to cheat on me right in front of me which is so right? ridiculous like looking back I on that it. now but it yeah. just is is nice to be okay with knowing that I do like my own space and not feeling like I need to be hand holding <laughs> yep yeah absolutely so when do you think how like how do we know when it's time to end a relationship because as I said earlier, my last relationship should have ended a lot sooner than it did. But I just, I didn't know how to end a relationship. And I just didn't really realize at the time, I just thought to myself, well, this is how it's going to be. But how do we know, like for the people listening, if they're in a situation where sometimes they consider maybe being single or leaving the relationship, how, Mm -hmm. how can we tell them whether it's time to actually leave that relationship or not? Yeah. And I think, um, it goes back to a little bit what I said about, um, when you notice that you don't like the person that you are anymore inside the relationship, that's how you kind of know when it's time to leave. If you're not getting your emotional needs met, um, or your physical needs met, uh, if, well, yeah, like all together, if you're not getting your needs met, then, um, then, and you know, you've tried to overcome that and you've tried to come to solution, but ultimately if you're not happy and there's no end in sight, then you have every right to decide if you want to stay or if you want to leave. And if you think that the relationship is making you a better person, or is it not making you a better person and holding you back from the life that you want to have? Mm. Cause I think sometimes like we can have relationships that aren't necessarily toxic, but that person still might be holding you back or might be ashamed of what you're trying to become or things like that. Definitely not saying yeah. it's in my current relationship, but I'm just thinking of other people's relationships. Right. And I think like sometimes it doesn't have to be this intensely obvious emotional abuse, toxic relationship. Like it can just be something like you you feel like you can't be yourself and they're not supporting you in that and that I guess that doesn't necessarily mean the relationship has to end but I mean if there's things like that that you can't work through and they're not you know once spoken about it's not being fixed then I feel like that for me that would be a sign would you think that's a sign to end a relationship as well or yeah I would say that when it comes to um you know, when it comes to not feeling like the relationship serving you, then it's okay to leave that. And if you feel like you've exhausted all other options, then, you know, everyone, everyone is different. Some relationships need to have, you know, uh, 
a period of, of trying to work things out and others don't, it really is, is individual to that relationship. Mm, definitely. And how would you say we can keep things spicy and not get stuck in a mundane relationship? Because I feel like a lot of the time we just accept that this is how the relationship is now. And we don't sort of put that effort in to kind of keep things interesting or keep things spicy. So what are some things that we can do to keep things spicy? (laughs) Yeah, I think that um, having specific date nights is really important. Having uh, things that you are learning on your own and then coming together and having those conversations, Um, spending some time apart can also help, but definitely like having specific date nights or having, trying new experiences together uh being having more emotional intimacy helps that physical chemistry as well so Mm -hmm. that's what that looks like um is is really how you can build up that relationship and keep it exciting and spicy and um is really just having new experiences with one another and doing things on your own so that when you come together you'll have new things to talk about yeah definitely and a date night is such a good one I'm gonna start doing that but sometimes I feel like we're like oh no we're trying to save money or or we won't do this or we won't go there because we're trying to save money but then I realized like it's important to spend like to spend money on a date night or you don't have to spend money but you could have like your own little in-house date night but it's important to be like it's okay to spend money on the relationship do you know what I mean like it's it's important to go out and do things and have adventures and to keep that fire burning so to speak and and we sort of tell ourselves oh no we can't spend money on that or like it's not worth doing that but it is so worth it to spend that time with each other or to go someplace new or do something different and it is it is worthy of you spending money and sometimes I think we're, we're so wrapped up in like what we're saving for or buying a house or things like that that you forget that to live life as well <laughs> or yeah, to absolutely. yeah put put that into new experiences so I think yeah it's, it's so important to do that yeah absolutely I agree 100% um you know and it doesn't even have to cost money but just having these new experiences but definitely making that a priority like your relationship is a priority and so spending money on that is an investment mm, yeah exactly yeah And just going back to the question before and just about ending relationships, if somebody knows that they definitely want to leave a relationship, but they just need that sort of bit of motivation or for someone to tell them that it's okay and they're not a failure if they do end a relationship. So what would you say to someone that's thinking of ending a relationship, knows that they need to, but just needs that little bit of, little bit of advice? I would say that we can look at all of our relationships as a spiritual assignment. And just because you leave a relationship doesn't mean that it's a failure. I think that every relationship shows us what we want and what we don't want. And so the next relationship is preparing you for more of what you do want. And you're also more clear on what you don't want. And so, um, 
you know, leaving that relationship is going to open you up for a better opportunity and an opportunity for you to be happier and an opportunity for you to get really, really clear on who you are and what you want. So um, staying in a relationship that isn't serving you is only going to bring you more of what you don't want. So we have to get uncomfortable with the idea of leaving and, um, and recognizing that there is something beautiful on the other side of that. Mm, That's so true. And it's so true that every past relationship is a lesson and there's so many things to be learned because even though I feel like I've (laughs) trash talked my past relationship a lot on this episode, I I learned so much in that relationship. And even if it's just learned what I didn't want in a relationship, I'm sure there was positive things that I've learned as well. But I sometimes I look back and I'm like oh six years like I I could have done all these different things with six years and then I'm like hold on a second like it wasn't all bad and also I learned so much in that time and now I know my worth and now you know there's so many positive things that come out of situations that are negative so we can't always regret things or be like oh I wasted that time the time wasn't wasted because you learned so much and you're here where you are today because of that so yeah I think I agree a hundred percent yeah so important to see the lessons and even other hard things that happen in our life even not to do with relationships I look back and I'm like you know if that didn't happen then this wouldn't have happened or you know there's everything happens for a reason (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, I'd love for you to just let people know where they can find you on social media um, and how they can book in a session if, um, if you just let us know how to find that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my Facebook name is Morgan Danielle. I have a Facebook group called Break the Cycle. And then my Instagram is the underscore Morgan Danielle. And that's how you can find me on Instagram. Um, I have a link tree where you can book a free um, breakthrough call. And I always have um, some kind of event going on. So that's how you can find me. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Well, I hope somebody reaches out. This has been such an amazing chat and I've really taken away some things for myself. So (laughs) I'm so glad that I had you on because I feel... I don't know. I, even though I, you know, we didn't have like a proper session, it was more me asking about you. I feel, I feel really empowered. So I (laughs) I can't imagine, (laughs) I can't imagine how good I would be feeling if we had a proper session where I was just like fully honest. Obviously I have to keep things a little bit capped because (laughs) I don't want everyone to know everything about my life, but (laughs) But I just think it would be so amazing if you are considering working with Morgan, definitely do it because I feel so great and I didn't even have a proper session. So especially because you've got a free discovery call. So, I mean, what's what's to lose? (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was really, really amazing um, getting to chat with you today. Yeah, definitely. It's been great. Thank you so much, Morgan. Have a great day. You too. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. But before we go, let's take two deep breaths. Breathe in and out. And one more. Breathe in and out.
remember to drop your shoulders, unclench your jaw and relax your eyebrows. I hope you have a fantastic day and see you later.